0: Hey guys, it's Pete. Just wanted to let you know that my second book, Frankenstein Souls Echo, is now available. It continues the adventure from Frankenstein to Life Beyond, which is a direct sequel to Mary Shelley's classic novel. Both Frankenstein A Life Beyond and Frankenstein Souls Echo are available as eBooks on Amazon, iBookstore, Barnes & Noble, Cabot, and of course from EnceladusLiterary.com. Thanks. Now on with the show.
1: Welcome to Hindsight is 2020, a show where we look at anything in this world and arrogantly say how we'd fix it. And I can prove it
0: with my usual
1: flawless logic. These two idiots. (laughs) We give our thoughts on movies and TV shows that should or should not
0: have been. In a world where laughter was king. Uh, no in a world, Jack. What do you mean, no in a world? It's not that kind of movie. Oh, okay. In a land that... No, in a land either. In a time... I don't think so. In a land before time... It's about a comedian, Jack. One man. No. When your life is no longer your own. What, what does that mean? When everything you know is wrong. That's wrong. In an outpost. No. On the edge of space. There's no space. A girl. No. Two girls. No. Now, no. more than ever. Stop it. A renegade cop. I hate you. A robot renegade cop. You're fired. You're fired. No, you're actually fired. I'm fired.
1: With your host, Pete
0: never want to shrink from an honest challenge get after it go. <laughs> it's physics yeah. right so what if i lift it i, I then rule asgard yes of course. i will be reinstituting prima nocta
1: <gasps> and greg tell me do you bleed you will and we slowly and mercilessly beat our subject to death Thing but these Star, Star Wars. Wars, please let these Star, Star Wars,
0: Wars. Live
1: never end. Or something. <laughs> oh, this is the Nick Winter's show, <laughs> and I do the entertaining up here. Thank you. <laughs> so uh, we're gonna do ourselves a uh, mix and match grab bag of the moment right now, as it's happening, up to the current date. Just off the ticker, hot off the presses, breaking news, there's trailers dropping left oh. and right. Bounds. So as we sit here in the middle of April of the grand year that Back to the Future created, known as 2015, thank you, Robert Zemeckis, for providing us a year to operate And uh, some blockbuster stuff is going on right about now all at once,
0: apparently, for some reason. Hmm. Tell me more about this block of busters.
1: (laughs) Well, apparently uh, two major Hollywood studios decided that, you know what else you like besides tax day? marketing for our biggest movies ever. Dun, 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 dun. So between Disney and Warner Brothers having a pissing match right now, we have a uh, Star Wars celebration going on, and they just dropped the latest Episode 7 trailer, and we've had an episode before where we've discussed our ideas. I don't think we can go too far into it again, even though I have some new ideas that Usurp the previous ideas. And as we sit here, for those of you in the future who are like, I've eh, seen it fifty times. We haven't yet. The Avengers Age of Ultron has yet to hit, and yet all the marketing is ramped up like crazy for that. And then it comes out
0: May first, right?
1: May first. Well it's actually international soon, like on I maybe next week or hell, maybe this week. I don't know. But it's international first. So that's where they're ramping all the press up now.
0: Gotcha. And then. Uh, uh, that's pretty much what they did with the last one, too, that got released before it did stateside, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. And then, for some reason, Warner Brothers decided hey, you know what we need to do? The biggest bullet we have in our chamber going down the line in the future is the DC movies. And our first, our next one doesn't come out until March of 2016. Let's go ahead and drop a tease that we have in a trailer coming out this morning. As Star Wars celebrations going on and everyone and their brother online cares about that, and suddenly the Batman v Superman looks like, oh, well there's that too, I guess. Now back to Star Wars.
0: It's a it's, it's a whole new marketing paradigm where we have a teaser for the teaser of
1: the teaser. Exactly. So 22nd teaser of there's the Superman suit. There's the Batman suit. there's the logo,
0: yeah, Let's now I didn't watch year. that one, but I'm really hoping that at some point there was a shot by side by side shot of the suits, and a big V came up. <laughs> <laughs> Done.
1: A big digital like V dropped in between them, landing (laughs) like a a rock in between
0: them. (laughs) Boom, 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 boom. Exactly. It's like you know the old uh, Inception Monday Night Football with the helmets colliding (laughs) kind (laughs) of thing. I love that.
1: Put the logos on actual football helmets and just do that. That would be fantastic. Boom. Tonight we have the last son of Krypton. Oh. Versus The Dark Knight of
0: Gotham. Let's get ready to rumble. (laughs) Man, we're just mixing so many things now. (laughs) Ah, yeah.
1: So, we we had a show originally planned that we'll push off for next time. And right now, we've got uh, a world where... All right, let's just jump into the true absolute of the moment and the of the moment being the newest episode 7 trailer that they released this afternoon during Star Wars celebration and they were showing it streaming online and I watched it. I took a long lunch break to watch it as it happened. And um I'll I'll hold off cuz I know I texted you and told you where to to find it. So I'm assuming you have watched it.
0: Yeah, thanks for the link.
1: <laughs> I actually just used your link off of Facebook. <laughs> All right. Well, first question, I guess, hmm. is how many
0: times did you watch it? Um, I've actually got it up right now. This would be number four.
1: Right on. All right. You got me beat because I watched it the first time and then I unfortunately had to go back to work. Um, And uh, initial thoughts when you saw it.
0: Hmm. <laughs> I, I honestly, I think my kind of first initial thought was okay. I got to process this. Um, I obviously, if we're sitting here talking about it, we both said, let's eh, just table whatever we were we were going to do." I think it, it goes without saying we were both intrigued, caught our attention, which is what you know you would want it to do, and everything. Uh, I like the fact that it's still to me a true teaser. Uh, They didn't go and give away, I don't think, too many plot points. It's still fairly open for people to kind of speculate over, which is, again, I think the goal and the purpose and a good point to be at uh, with whatever the story is going to be, both to pull people in and really generate some buzz and everything like that. So as a just straight-up teaser trailer, I would say, hey, it succeeds. Um, As far as some of the imagery that comes out of it and everything... Uh, since uh, I, I think I already talked about this Since I was always big on rooting for the bad guys I was like really intrigued by a lot of the Shots of the Imperial stuff here Right down to the opening With the Star Destroyer buried in the Half buried in the sand That um, was kind, so sweet yeah, was cool. kind, of, kind of wondering what that could mean And everything Got a little bit better look Than we did in the first teaser trailer At the new uh, Stormtrooper outfits And everything I'm, um, I'm really, I'm really a little bit puzzled, questioning, uh, intrigued by where we might be going with Luke in this. There was a shot of him, uh, I've, it's probably not Mustafar, but he was on some, near some burning something, uh, place, and it showed his exposed mechanical hand, so that was kind of... Um, an interesting turn. Um, and then there's this dark stormtrooper, uh, in this gray armor, or that's gray, right? I am gray gray and red. It looked
1: black with red stripes to me. Okay. Well, some kind of dark, like a cape with a red stripe on, like red lining. Yeah. 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 Yeah,
0: Some kind of dark, dark color, non white stormtrooper armor. Um, that, uh, is i i don't remember was did he show up in the first trailer or is this the
1: now first, first time we're seeing him the first trailer was so damn short that no i don't i don't think okay i haven't
0: there. gone i haven't gone back and looked at the first one but yeah that i don't know if it's he's a special class if um you're you're kind of getting the idea that there's some kind of a resurgence with the empire or something like that and um This figure, this mysterious figure seems to be, uh, obviously, some key component in that and everything. Uh, The big talking point that I think a lot of people came away with was uh, the end shot there with Han Solo and Chewbacca and Han Solo going, we're home. And, wow, either Harrison Ford can still act or he's genuinely happy to be there because he (laughs) had, like, that emotion and uh, looked like, not just, like, physically looked like, but, I mean, had kind of the attitude that I remember with that character, and honestly, if there's anything that I saw that made me happy out of that, was I went, oh, my God! That guy still remembers how to, like, smile and stuff, and look like he's invested in what he's doing, because I haven't seen that in so long, and it was so nice to see. He knows how to emote! Yes! (laughs) He didn't just look pissed off!
1: (laughs) Oh, wow. Okay, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's I'm just going to show yeah. up in Anchorman 2 for some reason. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know, I'm going to be in Expendables or something. Uh. No, I. you are so tempered with your reactions. And mm. everyone who knows, who listens to this, who has since the beginning, knows where I stand. Is that I am not a from-birth Star Wars person. I am a from, like... Teenager or high school when the movies are coming out, I'm excited. When they were stopped, I'm like, meh, all right, it's over. I, oh God, I was so excited after I saw this trailer. It's like, oh my god, it was so good. I really <laughs> want to see that movie now. And the teaser was, yeah, the teaser was okay. It was it was exactly what it was, which means right. it was just a tease of a couple images that was not enough for me to be like, holy shit.
0: No, I definitely got more – I mean, I I may not sound like it, but I definitely got more excited about this one than I did the first one because, again, you got a lot more out of this one. Well,
1: I think what helped, too, is that I felt like I was in the hall with the Star Wars celebration because Mm -hmm. between the Twitter feed going with all the guys who were there tweeting pictures and little videos of the crowd noise and then the live stream going on my laptop – And then when they brought it up and the whole place just going nuts and hear it in the background, and as soon as it's over, all these guys are tweeting pictures of themselves crying at the end of it because they liked it so much. I just kind of got caught up in that moment, and I honestly haven't gone back to watch it yet all day because I just haven't had a chance to. And just liked
0: it, it didn't make me want to cry.
1: (laughs) Well, I I didn't want to cry either because again it doesn't go back to birth for me, but I just got those those chills and it was yeah, it was the haun and chewy moment at the end, but um it just seemed like such a perfect mix of here's the new stuff, there's old stuff here. There's stuff you like, but it's going to blend in with the new stuff. It's not just, here's the old stuff. You like it, right? Now here's the new stuff, and they don't mix. It's like it seemed like it's going down a path of a perfect mix between how can we bring the old back and blend it with new, but make the new new and not just a retread of the old. And it seems like he is just pulling that off in spades with this trailer. Yes, please
0: don't just retread the old, look, it's Jalas.
1: And, you know, I. I uh, when I was driving around for work today, I had um, a couple of guys did like a live Periscope, which is the new app where people can do live streaming videos from their iPhone. Mm. And a couple of guys from Slash Film were doing Periscopes or YouTube or whatever, and I had... And they were doing live reactions and kind of going frame by frame in my ear. I wasn't watching it and talking about it. So I have it a little bit more fresh than just seeing it once. And they were doing a lot of good talking about, well, it's the the voiceover from Mark Hamill. The first part of it is from Return of the Jedi. And then they insert the last part where he says, and you have that power, too. And the guys made a very good point that says that has to mean that there is somebody of Skywalker lineage that he's talking to. So one of the new three people is of Skywalker lineage. They have to be. And they were making good points saying, well, it's got to be Daisy Ridley. Her character has to be for two reasons. Number one, that initial staged uh, black and white picture of everybody sitting around for the first table read Mm -hmm. and her she was sitting in between Carrie Fisher and Han, and Harrison Ford. So that's got to mean something. Yeah. And also they said there was a freeze frame of her in the trailer when she's leaning over to help John Boyega's character up off the ground. And they said in this freeze frame, it absolutely looks like when they were casting, they said, who can we get that will look as close to Hayden Christensen, Natalie Portman, Carrie Fisher, and Mark Hamill. And and they said in that image, she looks just like Carrie Fisher and Natalie Portman. Like she looks like actual lineage of those two actresses. And they said that's got to be some lost Skywalker child or something. So it, it just made sense. But yeah, it just worked. It was, it so worked as a trailer. And it's been a long time that I've seen an actual trailer. Where, you know, I've seen trailers. Where I'm like, yeah, it's good. That's got my money. But this was one of those where I'm like, that was perfect. That got me in the door. It's not like I was not I was on the fence and I'm not going to see it. It was just like, eh, they still got to fight the prequels. And I'm kind of over Star Wars. But no, that, that just pushed me over the edge of like, absolutely, December's got to get here. I want to see that movie. Because it looks like he did it. He sold me right there.
0: Uh, so what? There will be... When do you, when do you think the next couple of lead-in trailers will drop?
1: I have a feeling, based on the way that the Avengers has been going, mm-hmm. I fear there's going to be too much. Okay. And we can maybe get into that as we transition. But the, Aven- sure. the Avengers Age of Ultron had an initial trailer back in the like fall slash winter. Mm-hmm. That was it was okay, wasn't great. Uh then they had a second trailer earlier this year that was eh, it's all right. And then they had a third trailer where it was like that there you go, Almost similar to the Star Wars trailer like, "Oh, there you go. There's the tone of the movie I'm in. I want to see Avengers Age of Ultron. Don't need to see anything else." Then all of a sudden in the last week, week and a half or so, I haven't clicked on any, but there have just been Here's another scene from the movie. Here's a scene from the movie. Hey, another actor's on another talk show, and he's going to show you a different scene from the movie. Here's TV spot number 94 with different scenes. Like, enough! We're going to see the movie. Stop showing shit. <laughs> so my fear is because it's the same parent company, mm. I, I, I fear that it'll be maybe one more trailer in the summer like end of summer, like, uh, before Ant-Man or something, no. uh, there'll be a trailer and then, and then it'll fall and everybody be like, I'm hyped, I'm hyped. And then we'll get to like December 1st. And then all of a sudden all the press will start and they'll do the same damn thing. Here's a scene from star Wars. Here's another scene from star Wars. Oh, the books are out. Oh, the soundtrack's out. Oh, the entire screenplay is on online. And Oh, if, uh, kind of like what somebody did with, uh, it was it Amazing Spider-Man 2 last year where somebody took everything that was available pre-release between trailers and clips and shit that guys showed on The Tonight Show and whatever. You know, And they're like, we got about almost 30 minutes of the movie put together already before the movie even released. Just in pre-release crap. <laughs> and, and that left like an hour and a half of the movie to see. But it basically gave it away, and, I mean, that movie needed more help anyways. But mm. So my biggest fear is that they're going to ramp it up to the same way, and they don't have to. I'm hoping that J.J. will just realize, make them realize you don't have to ramp us up with 90 million different trailers. Just show the same trailer over and over if you want to. Uh, just to keep people reminded that that's what they got to do that day in December, but you don't have to make 15 more trailers and TV spots. And there's another clip. There's another clip. No, you're, you're good with this one.
0: There's no need for any of you
1: to be showing this much. (laughs) Exactly. And that brings us to age of Ultron, which you have not seen apparently, which I just discovered the
0: trailers and the world gasps. No, um, I haven't seen it uh in part because as I've been saying to people uh, I, I'm going and seeing this movie <laughs> I, I already know I'm going and seeing this movie I don't usually get real worked up if people give stuff away um, there's been plenty of movies that I I know how they end uh, ahead of time and I go in there I go there for the experience and everything like that so it's not been like a deliberate oh I gotta go in spoiler free or anything like that' it, I honestly, I've just been really busy lately, and um it kind of slipped off my radar. Well, so, yeah, uh, it'll I'd be coming back with a vengeance. Yeah, and and it will, and I'll I'll go see it, and it'll be fine, and my life will be none the lesser for having not seen the trailer. So, yeah, it's it it it, it is what it is.
1: Jeez, listen to all the people out there going, "What a grumpy puss!" What are you even doing on this show? <laughs> This show's all about excitement and redoing things, and
0: meh, I don't care. Yeah. They'll see it, whatever. No, they'll see it. What oh, a well, martyr. All right, all right. Well, <laughs> what a martyr. Well, oh, Well, Mr. Scientist, why don't you tell me your impressions of uh, what you saw? You said that it got you hyped up, and you said, ooh, that's the tone I want, and no, I all of that. But... I, I can't do impressions. I can do an impression <laughs> of the Hulk.
1: He said, You're gonna love this movie. Oh, I'm sorry, that was my horrible Lou Frigno.
0: I'm yeah, I don't, I don't know what just happened. I don't know what <laughs> happened there. I'm going to hell.
1: <laughs> You're gonna love this movie. Uh, it was. It just carried the tone of uh, everybody's here to party. We're here to save the world and to have fun doing it, and that's what swept the world with the first Avengers. Is that tone? That's what's sweeping the world with Marvel is, we're going to save the world. We got powers. We know it. We're badass. And we're going to have fun doing it. Which, it just, it it didn't get across that way in the first two trailers. The first two trailers were kind of, eh, we got to introduce you. Here's the people again, but we're not really showing you them. Here's... Ultron, here's some scenes from the movie that are kind of a tone poem of, all right, well, it's kind of mixed together, but it really doesn't give you anything. But the third trailer was the one that worked because it kind of did a roll call to re you to hear all the people you like. Here's a very brief, here's a moment with Captain America doing something cool. Here's a moment with Robert Downey Jr. being Quippy in the Iron Man suit. Here's Thor being Thor. Here's... Hulk being Hulk. And then, you know, down the line, and then they do that introducing Quicksilver, Scarlet Witch, Mm -hmm. um, and then some teases of the villains and some cool things here and there where pure trailer moments were shown, Uh, you know, just different action beats that are purely made for a trailer. And it was a tease. It didn't give away the story. It was just simply... Here's all the people that you liked before. Here's a few new ones that are added to the mix. Here's the big bad guy they're fighting. Here's some cool stuff. Go see it May 1st. And it just worked. It was exactly what it needed and doesn't need anymore. But
0: they're not listening to me. They're going to show everything. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to remember if they've had that problem with the other Avengers movies or not.
1: Um, I don't remember. I, I I don't recall because uh, it's rare that I'm this kind of tuned in to all of the stuff going on. It just so happens the last week or so I've just always noticed it pop up and end up watching different things that come up and noticing that it just keeps showing stuff. <laughs> it just every time there's some there's there's a new clip here's a new clip here's a new clip just enough. Just why don't you just put the movie online if you're gonna do it that way? But. Yeah, it, it's it looks fun. It looks like a continuation. It looks like they didn't drop the ball.
0: Hmm. Well, which is what we're all hoping. So good. <laughs> which leads
1: us to our third topic. Something that doesn't show their heroes, their badass, and they're having fun doing it. Won't you come along for the ride? Instead, we have boom, boom, boom,
0: boom, Superman suit, boom, 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 Batman suit, boom, 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 They're going to destroy the world again. Don't you want to see it? I I think you're really missing the key point here. It's epic, Uh, man. Well...
1: I'm sure Epic Man will show up at some point. <laughs> what a, Epic Man! What's his powers? <laughs> the ability to read long novels at super speed. Epic Excelsior. Man. <laughs> he can watch Charlton Heston movies in no time flat. Epic Man.
0: Uh, I would not. Uh, I would not expect the tone for this for the upcoming movie to change much from uh, what we got with Man of Steel. Yeah. You've got the same minds Everybody, behind it. Yeah,
1: everybody's still so involved.
0: Yep, and I would just expect the same tone.
1: Yeah, I don't. I just don't know how to think about it because there's still people out there that you know get paid to do this on an everyday basis, and then there's people like us that just see little trinkets here and there and complain and bitch about them, whereas. <laughs> Uh, You know, everybody who's working really hard to make something as good as it can be. And from all signs, people saying this is a great script and they're working hard on it. And there hasn't been anything coming out yet saying it. Eh, there's some rumbling from the set or we weren't too happy with it i mean it just is not being talked about which is mostly can be a good thing when people are that confident that they know let's keep quiet and really introduce it when we have to that's kind of what they did with episode seven honestly is nobody really talked about it they just was like no they've kept that under pretty tight wraps and, yeah, I mean, that's the thing about Batman versus Superman is that the wraps are super tight because you haven't seen anything from this movie. I mean, that, there's I even looked up, like, uh, set photos a couple weeks ago. Like, was there anything? Because I remember when they shot Man of Steel, there were tons of set photos from a distance, like paparazzi-looking pictures and people seeing things in a the distance. They didn't do that this time. I mean it was really tight where there was just a few times you saw yeah well here's some here's Bruce here's Ben Affleck in a in a business suit running uh, in rubble and we don't know if that's from Man of Steel if this is something new and there's a few times where you saw Henry Cavill in his Superman suit when they shot briefly outside in Chicago And that's it. And there was like one shot of Gal Gadot as uh, as getting out of a car. (laughs) And and so they really did keep that movie under wraps. So, I mean, any speculation we're doing now is solely based on the previous movie and just kind of the gut feeling, I guess, we have. That it's going to be dark and gritty and to the bone and... You guys, it doesn't need to be at all. Anyway, that's my thought.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, my thought is it just sounds like sour grapes. <laughs> I, I don't know why you would make a point to put something out like that today uh, other than, oh, yeah, Disney, take, take that. Take, take that, man. Yeah, and all along they've
1: been saying that they were going to put the first teaser out with Mad Max in the middle of May, which seemed perfect. It seemed like that's a big Warner Brothers movie. It's going to be a couple weeks after Age of Ultron, which came a couple weeks after Star Wars Celebration now. So you got Star Wars, they have their run. Mm-hmm. Then Avengers, they'll have their run. Yep. Then Mad Max would be the first big movie to come out after Avengers in mid-May. And it's mm-hmm. a Warner Brothers movie. And then you have the trailer release then for Batman vs. Superman, the first real look at it. And you would dominate the landscape until whatever the big blockbuster that came out next. Instead, yeah, putting this little bit out today and, and saying it's going to be uh, coming out on Monday... Just seems so odd,
0: <laughs> and I mean, the only it just thing, seems like the wrong move to me. I mean, honestly, it just it just seems silly.
1: Yeah, like the only thing I can think of as to why is maybe there is some fear that somebody got a hold of it and is going to release the trailer
0: ahead yeah, of that time. That could be. That could be.
1: I mean, they did that with the Avengers. The uh, the first Avengers Age or Age of Ultron trailer was uh marvel saying it's going to be in theaters on friday with whatever such and such a movie and then all of a sudden some foreign uh a site because it had subtitles on it put a bootleg copy up online and like a half an hour later the official marvel twitter just said in joking jess said damn you hydra fine here's the trailer and they went ahead and released it that night online well, there you go. Because they're like, oh, screw that. I guess we'll just put it out now. So, I mean, that's the only thing I can think of is that they're looking at this going, uh, you know, they probably like a corporate meeting. And this is pure benefit of the doubt, people. (laughs) 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 It's it's like a Warner Brothers meeting, and they said, oh, crap, Uh, some marketing company in China has a copy of it, and we don't wholly trust them to hold on to it. So we've got to put something out now or it's just going to, the lid's going to be blown, but uh, I don't know if that's true or not, (laughs) and it just frightens me. It
0: does nothing to pique my interest, I know that. And it's just, it's
1: so weird, because for me personally, after all this time, and people obviously must know this now if you've listened to more than 10 minutes of us rambling, (laughs) is the fact that, I grew up with Batman and Superman. Those were my main things that I grew up reading comic books. If I ever read comics, it was those two. If I ever saw movies or TV shows and was just all on board instantly, it was that. It wasn't Star Wars. I hardly ever read Marvel stuff. And yet to be sitting here right now, like, I got chills from the Star Wars trailer, and I can't wait to see Avengers, and I'm sitting here... Taking a dump on Batman versus <laughs> Superman. I, did, I have made a complete 180 and I'm stunned. And I sure as shit hope that if Batman versus Superman turns out to be something that comes out next year and everyone's like, oh my God, that was amazing. But right now, just the gut feeling tells me if it's the same as Man of Steel, it's going to have problems. And I just so don't want it to do that. I don't want those problems. Kind of like what you were saying a couple of weeks ago. We had a private talk about your your fear of getting excited for Episode 7 is because you're not thinking J.J. and they're just going back to the well and he's doing stuff. Your thoughts were dominated by the last Star Wars you saw was Revenge of the Sith and the prequels and how far it had fallen. And that you know, this was the stuff that you grew up with forever, yet you're 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 tepid because of those previous problems and I feel similar right now where I'm like uh this is the stuff I grew up loving and I want it to be good so bad, but I'm seeing I'm seeing the ba- the DC comic version of the prequels almost happening right now. Mm-hmm. Like Hopefully not. Like Man of Steel was Phantom Menace, and now we're sitting here going, well, it's not Phantom Menace. <laughs> and then we're going to see Dawn of Justice, and it's going to be Attack of the Clones. be like, oh, God, all right, I guess we'll just go see Justice League now just to get it over with.
0: Oh, uh, I don't know. There may be an awful lot of superheroes who show up in this thing to uh, paint, pave the way to... Uh the justice league movies you may be more correct than you think with that attack of the clones analogy I, i god i just
1: i don't want that to be true in any way and i and let me back that up by saying in no way shape or form in heaven or hell or any other planet in the galaxy is man of steel as bad as the phantom menace (laughs) There's no way that that is true. I am simply simply stating in a comparison of anticipation versus execution, I just have that fear. Like, we're sitting here, it's 2000, 2001, going, well, they just had to kind of get it out of the way, and, oh, it'll be better now because he's going to be older, and, yeah, and there's going to be clones and stuff, and then... Yeah, 2002 happened, and we all, <laughs> we all know where it went from there. Uh,
0: you're not helping my excitement level right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's just how. Oh, that's just my gut fear of of seeing this next year is, and I, who knows? We could sit down and say this coming Monday we record, and suddenly I'm like, holy shit, the Batman versus Superman trailer was better than Star Wars. I, I, I doubt that'll happen, but uh, that would be a dream come true if I could see that happen.
0: I don't really know what I want out of this coming movie. I obviously want it to be entertaining, um, but it's like I don't want to get caught up in I'm hoping, and I I know I said this before, I'm hoping that they just kind of carve their own path and do their own thing. I don't want to get into having to try to do compare and contrast between Marvel and DC and their movies and everything. But uh, I'm just really worried. And I don't know if I felt this strongly about it when I originally saw Man of Steel, but I just don't want to dour, name-dropping wreck of a movie that's just kind of lumbering somewhere because oh well we got this other thing coming up and we're going to put most of our eggs in that basket this is just to kind of whet your appetite but don't expect a solid anything out of this Yeah, that's what I'm really worried about
1: I so want them to shed the weight of the past known as Christopher Nolan because he weighed so heavily on Man of Steel and the influence You can say all you want. No, Zack Snyder directed it. I don't care. That was just Man of Steel Begins. That's all it was. That was Superman Begins, the movie. But less quality execution than Batman Begins. And it's just the inherent problem of, guys, this is Superman. This isn't Batman. He's he's not supposed to be this pissy and <laughs> and dour and dark and dry and
0: well you know how we're gonna spice things up we're gonna get another guy who's dark, dark. And... <laughs> you know how we lighten
1: uh, superman up we bring in batman to show even darker <laughs>
0: <laughs> you think you've got it bad.
1: <laughs> and we're going to make Batman older and more grizzled and pissed off and darker. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Brighten up the suit, please. <laughs> uh, I... And I will just go back to what I have said probably four million times on other episodes we've done is that I have not seen either one of these characters done exactly the way I would love to see it either Superman or Batman in my mind, and that's probably the biggest problem is, well, number one, it's in my mind. That's a big problem. And number two, they just they just haven't come close. I mean, the original Superman, the movie, if you take it out of that time, maybe it, it's there, but it's got a lot of goofiness to it that just doesn't work. There's a lot of dead space dealt with Lex and Otis and stuff that really didn't have to work on, but the Superman character, the Batman character, as they are in my head, they just haven't been done yet. And I'm hoping that maybe they're Zack Snyder will find a way to, to pull it off. And hopefully there's not going to be some sort of knee-jerk reaction forced levity with Superman or all of a sudden like every other minute. Hey, you know what worked uh, in the Avengers and that what people are clamming for is more humor – Well, remember that Hulk smashing Loki and Puny God? Let's do that every other scene. Let's have some sort of, like, fight and then, like, an Arnold Schwarzenegger, James Bond quip. That's what people will love. And no, we won't at all. Please don't do that.
0: Or it may be the thing you love the most. Once? Sure.
1: Twice? Okay. Three times? Stop. Stop <laughs> doing that. And again, this is all pure speculation. Because we have, n- so, like we said, nothing to go on except st- a couple of still images. And this thing 20 seconds today of there's a suit, there's a suit, there's a Hans Zimmer drumming, and scene. For whatever that's worth. <laughs> so... Well, we'll see what Monday brings. Yeah, exactly. maybe we'll just sit back down and do this all over again. Holy crap. Start over. Wait, Uh, we were wrong. So our hindsight is future 2020. And right now, if we were to set a scale, I got episode seven being the biggest movie of the year. I got Avengers Age of Ultron making a billion dollars. And as I sit right at this minute, hoping that I'm wrong, I will put in pure Vegas-like numbers, I will say, Batman v. Superman will have a humongous opening next year for curiosity's sake, Mm -hmm. and if it doesn't vastly improve on Man of Steel, it's going to go away quickly and cause Warner Brothers to do a complete reversal of their plans. I hope that's not true. But I just see that happening. Did Man of Steel have a big drop off? It wasn't huge, but I know it was steeper than they would have liked because the word of mouth was just like you and I getting out of there, getting out of there and walking across, going, "Did we like that?" I think. <laughs> I <laughs> think. Right in line with Rotten Tomatoes, right about fifty percent. It's like, yeah, it was good. Yeah, it wasn't great. Uh, it just kind of happened, and not in a way that we expected or really loved.
0: Yeah, uh, uh, again, we did an episode about this, but it was just totally off. <laughs> yeah. So it's trailer day. <laughs> <laughs> I got I got one more thing to throw out at you here since I've been grabbing stuff from it. What you what'd you make of the burnt Vader mask in the trailer? A uh, melted Vader mask.
1: Oh, so you want to do some more episode 7 story speculation? You sure. Can, we could do. That's that why me. we're
0: here. Let's have some fun. All right, well, now, we've got some concrete images to go off of. All
1: right, well, I am poaching that from the uh the guys who were talking about it live this afternoon. Mm. And they said something that then I will spin off here on my own idea. Okay. They said somebody had to go to Endor and pull that out of a fire. Yeah. Why? Maybe somebody's, you know, the the trying to reinvigorate the Sith, and you're going to use this as, like, a... Uh, Almost like a museum piece, almost like a, a totem in a church to be like, let's worship this. It's an artifact, like the, the, the piece of the true cross in Christianity. This is the, the, the Sith artifact, the Holy Grail of the Sith. And got me thinking, because there's the one shot in the trailer there where you see all the stormtroopers line up in front of this very menacing-looking red logo yep that looks basically like the rebel logo rebel alliance logo, but now red
0: yeah. uh, it's got uh, as I recall mostly an imperial design to it with the circle with the indentations and everything though oh well again,
1: I'm going off of seeing the thing once and I'll watch it again when we're done here but yeah
0: the the rebels had more of a like a winged shaped thing for their symbol
1: well, here you go I will. Uh, as John Lovitz would say, we will plug away. Let me fl- let me plug uh, <laughs> it away. If I were a gay bee, would you be attracted to me? <laughs> so I think that Kylo Ren, the guy with the sword saber thing, is uh-huh. part of a group that's trying to regrow the Sith and take back the galaxy. Because, as we said before, it couldn't have just been Palpatine and. Vader. It's a big galaxy out of there. There's got to be more people who believe this shit. Mm -hmm. So I think that just like, and again, this is a J.J. Abrams thing, too. Comes from Alias more than anything. Because in Alias, you had the Milo Rambaldi artifacts as kind of the impetus for everything. I think that there is a, a movement by these Sith group, whatever it is, led by this, or not led by this guy, but maybe he's kind of like their go-to guy, of searching for Sith artifacts, and when he brings them all together, um, he's trying to build up kind of a following on his own, just like, here's all the original artifacts, kind of like Christianity and the Holy Grail, of here's all the artifacts of the Sith... As they were, and as they led, and they were taken down by these rebel scum or whatever, and we have to reinstitute it. And not just the mask, but I think when that bit where Luke does the voiceover of saying his sister, mm-hmm. and the, the lightsaber's handed to it's got to be obviously Leia. Right. I think that's Vader's lightsaber, which Luke had. Uh, it's either one of two things. It's either Vader's lightsaber that the guy got off of Endor as well with the mask. Or it's the lightsaber that Vader chopped off Luke's hand at Cloud City. And the guy's been going from place to place throughout the galaxy collecting all of these artifacts in attempt to maybe do some sort of like poltergeist thing. If all the physical items of the person are here, then he can summon that spirit back or something.
0: So what you're saying is we have an evil version of comic book guy running around in this. I In the collector! <laughs> <am> the
1: collector. <laughs> A little bit, but more in the line of what J.J. would like, which is that, that Rambaldi searching for artifacts thing. Uh, so, you know, somebody searching for all of the Sith artifacts to bring that back. I don't know. What do, what do you think? Interesting.
0: Well, actually, as you were talking and you were uh, speculating as to what might, what might be going on with the uh, Sith, I was kind of thinking, you know what? We haven't seen a flash of a Jedi-colored lightsaber. I don't believe in either of these trailers. That's true. That's true. So, uh, I you know I'm again. This is obviously getting a larger story rolling and everything. But I just find that kind of interesting that where, you know, the materials for the prequels, I think, was inundated with Jedi and everything. And especially given Luke's status as, at least at the end of the road there of the original trilogy, as being really the last Jedi and everything. It's just kind of fascinating to me that there hasn't been even a slight hint about what might have happened to the Order. So...
1: So what you're saying is, and this is actually, I'm sounding foolish, but it sounds uh, stupider than it might be. Mm. So maybe as soon as they finished their party on Endor with the, uh, the Ewoks, maybe that was it for Jedi Luke. And it could have. It could have been.
0: He might have decided. You know what? We don't it need this. Yeah, well, it didn't work when we had all these Jedi running all over creation. Um, if this knowledge isn't passed on to anyone, maybe we can avoid another galactic civil war between these two forces. So I'll just yeah, quietly go about my business. And
1: and then suddenly, when the Sith rise up, that's what we're seeing at the beginning here. Is suddenly he's being called upon to try and uh, now 30 years later, oh shit we do need somebody to fight these guys so who's the last Jedi left? Uh, Well these two brother and sister uh, can we find them? Sure
0: And and yeah one or both of them have offspring or something that could be useful in this fight and it changes the entire direction and dynamic of their lives again
1: Yeah, and I mean, that could be very well it, is that the last 30 years, there haven't been any Jedi. There there is no Jedi Academy from all those old books. There is no Mara Jade. It's just Luke living like a hermit, playing with his lightsaber. (laughs) (laughs) He's gone back to the desert. (laughs) That's why we're on Tatooine again. Playing ghost cards with Obi-Wan and Watto.
0: Uh, Could be, could be.
1: (laughs) Ah, That's a cool idea.
0: Here, here's here's another piece of speculation for you. Um, what do you think was meant by that parting shot at the end of the trailer of we're home? What's home? Where's home?
1: Well, I took that as one of two very distinct ways. Either number one, they just got in to... And it it's kind of weird because... Uh, Chewie's got his crossbow up, like, in an attack position. Mm-hmm. So I see this as one of two ways. Number one, they are just getting back the Millennium Falcon for the first time in, like, years. Oh, could like, be. Like, it, it was... He lost it. Uh, I mean, it's truly going back to Luke's phrase at the first movie. What a piece of junk. It's It was junked a long time ago. And he maybe married Leia and went off to try and form the Republic and lost his way as the scoundrel became a model citizen. And then suddenly, you know, one of the main characters who, I mean, they say, uh, Daisy Ridley's character, she said today on the panel was a junker. Mm-hmm. So she's obviously in the opening shot going to, you know, sca- salvage pieces from the star destroyer or something. so, what if she salvaged the Millennium Falcon and when they ultimately come across Han, they come into the Falcon and he's like, oh, my old thing, I'm going to come back to... I'm going to stop being a model citizen for a while. He's going to relive his glory days as the scoundrel out there doing whatever the hell he wants and he's got his ship, so he's home.
0: Hmm. Okay. Or...
1: (laughs) There's the exact opposite of that, in that they've got his ship, and he he's in the Falcon. I don't think this one's true, but this is just another thought. He's he and Chewie have had the Falcon. They're the ones flying it through the desert, um, and they're shooting up shit. And his little we're home statement comes like right at the end of a big action beat where it's action 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 and then there's that pause for a breath and then it's like I've been the model citizen this whole time and now I'm back in the shit flying around shooting people smuggling stuff and now it's more like oh this is more like me I'm home so it's either them getting on the ship or they're getting off the ship
0: I like I like that idea though that The Falcon is home. I I really like that idea.
1: Yeah, I mean, that that would be my guess, is that just putting two and two together, that she's a junker. They always called it a piece of junk. So he finally gets his ship back, and maybe he lost it in a a bet, just like Lando did. And it just goes from person to person.
0: It was too beat up after the... (laughs) Battle at the second Death Star. Who knows? Who knows, indeed. We'll find out.
1: And like we said before, it takes apparently dealing with Chewbacca for Han Solo to look like he has a pulse left in him. (laughs) (laughs) Because like we said on one episode previous, (sighs) that little tiny bit jokey thing he did on Jimmy Kimmel's show years ago, where he you know had that joke running where he was in his dressing room before the show and chewbacca showed up and he had that joke about she was my wife and you took her you son of a bitch and suddenly like oh my god harrison ford in that half a second looks like he cares (laughs) and that was the same thought i had at the end of this trailer i'm like he just needs chewbacca around to look like he gives a shit
0: Uh i don't know kid i and, uh, oh this this at least looks like it'll be an interesting ride, so yeah
1: that's that's the drawback of what we can have right now is that yes, it came out today and it was super cool and it's super exciting, but now there is a really long time to build up to this, mm-hmm. and that that's the problem. it's gonna get built up too big. I think with the other topic we had, I think that's gonna be a potential problem with Batman V Superman is that if the trailers show to be decent or good, I mean, if they show like shit, then it's going to be, Oh God. Oh God. But if it's, if the trailers for Batman Superman show is good or decent, that's going to have the problem too. You're going to have a year of, Oh God, this movie's just going to be the biggest disaster or the biggest thing ever. And no movie is either one of those things ever. A movie is a movie. It's two hours. No matter what you do, it's two hours. It's just, is it really good? Is it decent? Or is it poop? And none of these movies can can live up to that. So that's the problem is hyping too much. But the insatiable appetite for wanting to see something overruns that sometimes too.
0: Time. (laughs) <laughs> we've now seen the trailer.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, we're inserting uh from the future, Marty. That uh we've now seen the Batman vs. Superman trailer. So this episode didn't this episode is now complete. <laughs> we have now seen uh Avengers shit and episode seven trailer and now Batman v Superman unspoiler leaked version, but the actual HD version so now we can give the final true thoughts on Batman V Superman and I'll start it. <laughs>
0: uh... Go super fan.
1: Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I, I am not impressed, That's... but I also learned long ago to temper the expectations when based on a teaser trailer of a movie that doesn't come out for a year. Sure. Because if you were to just say, "Ooh." Give me all your reactions and what you know that Episode 7 is going to be like after that 88-second teaser in November. I would have been like, uh, I like the Millennium Falcon bit at the end and the Star Wars music was there, but nothing else meant anything. So there's no context. I'm not worried about it. So for this one, Batman vs. Superman... I just have a fear that the context that they're wanting us to see is, again, absolutely wrong. <laughs> Continue. It's just, this is dark. This is Christopher Nolan dark. This is going to be dark and dirty. Oh, come
0: on, that statue was all lit up. With false god. <laughs> F you, Superman. <laughs> You super nerd, the false stands for beep.
1: <laughs> <laughs> just it's i don't I just got the absolute wrong vibe from the movie uh, or from the trailer okay, and... but when you when you say
0: wrong vibe are you are you talking for the characters or are you talking in continuation with what we got with man of Steel? i mean my my for my two cents, I came away from it just kind of going. I don't know what to feel from this. And, again, it's a teaser trailer. Okay, well, that's not unusual that you come away just kind of going, eh. Um I didn't really get excited. Um, I didn't really feel like, oh, or wowed or awed or anything like that. I just kind of went, okay, well, that's going to happen.
1: Yeah, I liken it to this. I liken it to... There's a, a completed image of a puzzle on a puzzle box of what the whole image is supposed to look like. Sure. And you magnify in on a specific puzzle piece, and it could be anything. Oh, yeah. And I'm looking at this thinking that the powers at be, Zack Snyder, that are putting this together are looking at one puzzle piece. And that puzzle piece can represent different fan reactions, different things over the years. But mainly I see it as they see, oh, what everyone loves is it's freaking cool, dark Batman in the darker suit Superman, and they're going to fight. Yeah. And they're looking at this one p- puzzle piece from this tremendously large puzzle image that is not that at all, or it shouldn't be that at all that's just a one tiny blip and yet it looks like all they're doing is they're going to beat each other up in the rain isn't that cool
0: and i uh, i guess if it's all well, i mean like you, you two do minutes, have a you do have a movie titled batman versus superman I true
1: know. yeah and again that's what they're doing but uh, man i don't know and i like i told you when we fir- it first came out i if i'm going to spin it positively And look, entirely giving them the benefit of the doubt, it's all seeming like it's from the point of view of Lex Luthor, where he's trying to discredit Superman. And it's all going to be a redemption story for Superman to truly come into the light and people to love him unconditionally. But it's all. And the reason I say that is because you have a lot of Jesse Eisenberg voiceover insertions in the opening. Um, Like when Neil deGrasse Tyson says, uh, we can't trust this alien over uh, this being, uh, you have Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor with a quick insert of saying alien. So he's other, he's different. And it almost makes me think, okay, if I'm going to spin this positively, Jesse Eisenberg's Lex Luthor is constantly on the airwaves doing everything he can to beat up the image of Superman And it's going to take whatever for him to finally come into the light. And hopefully he will finally come into the light.
0: All right. Well, let me clarify one thing. How much land do you think Lex Luthor is after in this version Africa. <laughs> Since that seems to be the only driving motivation we've ever seen for the character on film. He is, I just want to clarify that up front.
1: He is the Century 21 <laughs> tenant landlord. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> the uh, the I,
0: I will say this, and I, it's something that you commented on as well. Uh, I'm glad that we got away from the Christian Bale growl, apparently yeah absolutely yeah so that that was a that's a positive yeah it definitely it, they seem it to just like- be doing more with voice modulation stuff, which is i think something that a lot of people have hinted at would be a good idea,
1: yeah like his his voice is echoing all through the 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 canyons of the alleyway there through some sort of device that's manipulating his voice so that when do you bleed it's just affleck talking normal and then letting the technology do the work yeah that's that's excellent but
0: which in a sense is a shame because i was really hoping we'd have a call back to daredevil and we'd hear him go justice somewhere in there Hey, don't mess with that. I,
1: <laughs> I just finished the Netflix Daredevil series, and it was awesome, and it wiped clean that movie from my brain. I'm not
0: talking about the Netflix series. Oh,
1: I know what you're talking about. But it, it wiped it clear from my memory bank. <laughs> okay, fair enough. But, I mean, that that's what we got. We got the, the Batman versus Superman teaser. It's a year out, and if it's – the only real comparison we have is, again – Going back to the other behemoth we've already talked about is uh, episode seven with the teaser in November. You can't really compare it to the one put out on Thursday because that's almost like a full trailer. Whereas, you know, if we're just comparing teaser versus teaser for a movie that's a year away, Star Wars just played on some nostalgia so well. And this one has everybody going I don't know what that what that is, and I don't know if I like it, and that's not a good sign when there's so much writing on this movie.
0: Well, you how how many movies did we say are like tied in with this? At least like eight. Oh God, I'd have to look at the list again, but they didn't really do
1: a full re- press release like Marvel did about what their movies are coming. They, they did it kind of in a. Uh, uh, a stockholder conference call where the Warner Brothers president basically just said, Well, here's the movies and the release dates that we have planned following Batman vs. Superman with Suicide Squad and Wonder Woman and The Flash and two parts of a Justice League movie and Cyborg and Green Lantern. So, all of those. Don't hinge on Man of Steel. All of those hinge on Batman v Superman, and to a lesser degree, Suicide Squad. Following up next year, mm-hmm. they all rest on that. And well, here, here's a question for you. Yes,
0: um, we've we've heard how Warner Brothers right now doesn't really have a go-to franchise since uh, Potter closed up shop and everything um ideally yeah these these films would be successful they'd give you kind of an alternative to marvel they give you some interesting stories and characters um worst case scenario if how far down the path do you think they'd be willing to ride this thing to try to make it work because it's all about the franchises these days how far do you think commitment wise warner might be willing to go See, that's going to be
1: troublesome for them, because they are, these movies have to be made so far in advance, mm-hmm. and they're already shooting Suicide Squad now, and they're working on, with the new director for Wonder Woman. Um, I think that would be the next one in line, as Wonder Woman. And Zack Snyder's already on board to do the Justice League movies. So I, I'd hate to say that the myopic world that exists inside Warner Brothers where there's people... I'm hoping that there's enough different people within Warner Brothers who know the plan and have seen footage and have met with Zack Snyder. I'm hoping that they're diverse enough to say, this is going to be great. People, Everyone's going to love this. And I'm just hoping it's not just a couple people going... Okay. Well, a we've got to get this up and catch up to Marvel, which is silly. And uh, this is all we got. And I like it, but if there's not enough people saying, "Well, I don't really like it," I don't. It's just it's frightening based on the limited amount we've seen so far of Man of Steel, and then the images, and now this teaser. It's really all we have. Sure, that, that is all we have. Everything else is pure speculation. This could come out next year and just hit a, an absolute home run and fears will be forgotten immediately. But, I mean, it's it just right now, based on the imagery that I've seen, I am stunned, shocked, mortified that if my 12-year-old self were to come right now and say, Oh my God, there's a Batman versus Superman movie? Oh, and there's another Star Wars movie. and eh, whatever. I, but to see the trailers and to see my reaction and to see how excited I'd be for Avengers Age of Ultron and Star Wars Episode seven and to be just like almost meh about Batman v Superman, <laughs> I'm I'm s I'm shocked. I'm stunned.
0: Well, and again, for perspective, uh it, it really comes down to what ends up eventually being up there on the screen. It's not at the end of the day about how good a job they do with trailers but
1: oh, absolutely but that's what we're here for is to speculate we're here, out. Sure. we're here to speculate about crap sure. <laughs> <laughs> that'll all be wrong have we had anything yet where we've done an episode where we've actually uh done something then something's come out and we've been able to go back and see how we predicted or not i don't know if we've gotten anything so far in our our limited run
0: oh i'll have to go back and double check but uh I think most of the stuff that we've talked about has yet to come out. <laughs> so,
1: yeah, I mean, everything we've done was is like
0: reflective. The last Die Hard movie where everybody was kind of in the same boat going into that. So, uh,
1: yeah, but I don't, we haven't really done anything. Yeah, we haven't. We haven't done anything that is an idea that hasn't happened yet and uh that's happened and then we can go back so hey we're hitting we're hitting uh we're batting a thousand so far we're we're right on everything (laughs) until we're wrong wrong exactly (laughs) so that uh that's batman v superman's addendum anything else that you want to add since i hogged the microphone
0: no just uh just looking forward to seeing what uh, what rolls out with the Avengers, and very intrigued to see uh, how exactly Star Wars kind of comes together to kick off a new trilogy there, and it's kind of going okay um, with Batman v Superman. We'll we'll see what else they come up with between now and when it gets released. Right on, and now back to your regularly
1: scheduled broadcast.
0: Yeah, it's it's a delicate balance to walk. You want people to get excited, but it's hard to sustain that excitement over a prolonged period of time. So
1: And especially with Star Wars, they they have their work cut out for them so much. It could be it could win best picture and there will still be somebody going but uh, but it didn't do this. But it didn't do this and there's just no way that they can win with this movie. <laughs> it's probably going to make a billion, maybe two billion, maybe the first one to crack two billion. Um, I guess that will be the last thing I'll say is just in a pure number standpoint, people are saying that age of Ultron is going to be the first $2 billion movie. I don't see that happening for a myriad of reasons. Mm. I mean, it, it just, it looks like it's good, but the first Avengers was such a singularly unique event that you cannot match that. And the second part is that what all these people who do the whole box office prognostication for a living say you can't you can't do it in the summer because you have too much competition taking away the dollar. You can't run for months on end.
0: Now you do have a more narrow window and we've got a glut of movies coming up.
1: So Yeah, whereas you can be I mean, where you look at the three highest grossing movies in US history. Two of them were released around Christmas. <laughs> so, you have all of that dead time in January and February to just keep pulling in money if your movie's good. So, I think Star I think Force Awakens if it's halfway decent will probably crack 2 billion worldwide mm-hmm. at least. Entirely possible. So, with the dogs barking, and with the dogs are excited too (laughs) and with me talking way too much what uh what final thoughts if any do you have about these three behemoths that uh we have coming towards us
0: i like you i'm looking forward to the star wars movie the most um that's the franchise that i go the farthest back with and have the deepest connection to uh i'm sure avengers 2 will be perfectly entertaining I'm not too worried about, you know, going in and being disappointed by that. Uh, I still just I'm still just scratching my head about the DC stuff and and that's unfortunate, but we'll see what they come up with on Monday. So, I don't know. I'll I'll keep it optimistic.
1: And with that, I would say that this trailer grab baggy craziness has uh has come to an end. And um
0: Yeah, there's no real way to end it. (laughs) Cue the dramatic music.
1: I'm going to do a super mix of Hans Zimmer with the Nick Winters singing Star Wars.
0: There you go.
1: Star Wars. (laughs) (laughs) Don't forget to like us on Facebook. Episodes can be downloaded on iTunes or at (laughs) EnceladusLiterary.com. We're always picking up after you boys. Opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the individual hosts, and may not reflect those of Enceladus Literary. And the light. The Falcon! The Millennium Falcon! It's the Millennium Falcon! Oh my God! Oh my God! Oh, oh God! I gotta play with my Star Wars toys! Oh God! Uh,
0: which which one Oh uh, Oh! 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 Oh my god! I've had this! i had this for years! I haven't opened it!
1: Okay, but ah! Uh...